You're now tuned in to the cold hard truth. Cayman's number one hard-hitting live podcast show, where we feature some straightforward conversations on political, social, and celebrity news, and all things happening in the Cayman Islands and around the world. This show was created to give the people a voice and a means of being involved and informed without any filters. Sometimes it gets crazy, but we always keep it real. We bring you the tea. Piping hot, so grab your favorite beverage and join the conversation via WhatsApp at 324-1612. Email tips at caymanmarlroad.com. Now, here's your host, Sandy Hill, broadcasting live from the beautiful Cayman Islands. Good morning. Good morning. I think they have us muted. How was the weekend? Here we are. It's Monday morning. And already there's an accident in the road. My goodness. You buy the 2021 Pretto with its new styling. It's not only better, it's better than better. It's better. Big news. I have some important news for you. Interesting news. It's Blake and Aaron's Spilling the Tea with Sandy. 
to K-Man's top news headlines of the day from CMR. All right. Hope you had a great weekend. Back at it with the top headlines of the weekend. Good morning, Sandy. Mm-hmm. How are you? Good morning. What's up? I was uh, already one of your reporters this morning. I know. I'm oh. getting a little bit of feedback. Is that on my end? Uh, okay. How about now? Is that better? Yeah, I think we're good. Um, wow. Yes, you were. You and a few other people it's a bad alerted me to the... Very bad. Yes, alerted me to this Yeah, do you know if everyone's okay? or? Um, we don't right. have any details yet on the condition of the drivers or passengers, but it looks pretty bad, actually. Yeah. It does look bad. I don't even know how so, you flip a car like that in I a was, roundabout. Yeah, I didn't want to be one of those people holding up traffic, so I, you know, I couldn't really get a good look at it, but... Mm. Did not look good. So, and, and it looked like it just happened when I, I don't know how, did somebody just send you right before I did? Um, yes. I think my earliest message was at uh, 6.37. Yeah, okay. Just, that was about when I yeah, went Yeah. So that was about when you sent it as well. So yeah, exactly. So I think it just happened. Um, yes. I think it just happened. Okay. So yeah, like so the worst time of the morning for something yeah. like that to happen in a roundabout. Yeah. I would imagine traffic is horrendous right now. Yeah, so, I wouldn't. I wouldn't it. I feel like we all gotten the news together. Yeah, <laughs> that's the beauty of CMR and oh, of yes, community right. news. I love, I love. We all all made the news Friday, without making the news because it was a lot of Friday. About nothing. Friday after we were on your show with our psychic medium, yes. Mary Zelda. that was hilarious. Yeah, it, <laughs> it I, I, I actually had no idea what was really going on. Blake just told me about it this morning, so oh I. Oh my gosh. <laughs> So yeah, in case I'm I'm sure some of our viewers missed it because I didn't even you know sometimes you just can't give people any like oh yeah uh, you just totally. are like whatever you can try it's and, not, there's no point in arguing with someone who's yeah their mind and their sense yeah but we had a troll on um on Facebook that was trying to I'm not sure what the point was but it's trying to blame us for the video of the young man of the incident at Vicks Bar that was in circulation saying that we put that video out there to distract from the fact that the psychic was on our show. That's and awesome. so, because apparently we broke such a huge law having a psychic on the show that we're gonna be headed to jail. And in order to- Well, offset- here's the thing. So, Sorry. <laughs> here's the thing. So Mary Dalba, our psychic medium, has been on our show for 11 years. Yeah, exactly. And and she she Skypes in from Boston. Yes. Um, and she's the real deal. She's not pretending to be one or trying to deceive anyone. This is what she does for a living. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Sandy said, hey, I, w- I would actually like to talk to your psychic. I, there's somebody that I want her to connect with. And there was somebody you... She didn't connect with I mean, who it was you your ex-husband. It was your it ended up being your ex-husband, not the yeah. person that you wanted her to connect to. Um, yeah. but I, I thought it was kind of a sweet thing that you wanted to her to connect with this person, a loved one in your past. And so we thought we would do it live on your show. And that's that's what we did. It was, it was really yeah. it was really our idea to come back on your show and, and do it during your yes. life. So. Yeah, I mean, whatever. Um, you know, Blake, let's be honest here. Um, there are trolls out there who are always looking for a reason. And, you know, I'm like a duck. The water on my back just keeps flowing. <laughs> it really doesn't matter. Um, you know, but I responded to that person because some of the stuff they were saying was just so incredibly ridiculous and stupid. And, you know, when someone has to create a fake social media account to even make a comment, 
that's when you know that they're just not even the real deal. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. thing is, yeah. Well, it's, yeah, what they can hide behind um, and yeah. say whatever they want and hide behind, you know. Yeah. The secret uh, identity. Yep. And it's unfortunate that that does happen. Which is um, cowardly. Absolutely. I mean, look, what and we don't we don't like cowards here in the cold hard truth. Yeah. No. We like That's you to fine. stand up. It's just funny because yeah, you guys didn't release it. The the video's been go circulating for some time. I mean, we well we got it. it um Friday morning, and we may have been the first during the show to probably discuss it because as we got it, we started talking about it. Yeah. And that oftentimes happened. This show is live. So unlike some other shows where they'll have like a fixed program and they stick to that no matter what, like there's an earthquake that they just dropped the bomb outside from Japan, like Hiroshima got pissed off and dropped it on us. They're still going to stick to their agenda of like, oh, we have puppies in the studio today. You know, CMR doesn't do that. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> legit, we, uh, oh, we're going for the jugular today. I should tell you. I should warn you. Blake. You're going yeah. for the jugular? Yes. I saw your story. <laughs> what story? Yeah, we're gonna lay it all in line. I saw your story. I, that I need to catch up on everything. <laughs> that came in compass is coming after you. Yeah, they sent a little letter threatening legal action because they said that we use a photo that they claim is their photo of a deceased man. So as you guys know, that unfortunately on Friday morning, um, again during the show, we broke it to your audience that the second um shooting victim in the well, there's more than two, but um, one of the shooting victims in the first shooting incident off Martin Drive had unfortunately passed away. So again, we had that Friday morning during the show and we announced it and everything. And I had gotten numerous photos, the exact same photo of this guy. Um, people had posted it on social media, his friends, his family, whatever. Here's the thing. Once it's on social media, it's out in the public domain. It's public domain. And that's it. Poor Compass. They're, I mean, they're, did Compass go there and take that photo themselves? Were they there that night? Is that what um, According to them, they, according to Morales, um, they actually sent the link of where the origin of the photo was. And, you know, there is such a thing as fair use. And I think that, that Kevin should probably talk to the owner of the Compass, who happens to be a lawyer. And maybe he could advise him a little bit more um, in terms of the law before you send out this kind of ridiculous letter. Um, but we're going to talk about it because apparently this isn't the first time. The Compass is like legit hating and in their feelings. And I think we need to have a discussion about it. I'm all about intervention. So, Kevin, you know, if you want to come on and, and we can hear your feelings about, you know, how you're feeling about CMR. And on your show. That would be a good idea. Also, like, are, sorry, sorry. They want to claim that they went and took a photo of a of a person who is deceased. Like, I well, this is when he was alive. Oh, okay. um, yes. So there oh, was I a photo. That. Yeah. So there was a photo taken back in 2016. Okay. Of the guy in front of a house, um, basically, where he was um, lost all of his belongings because somebody else had burnt down his house, sort of thing. So that photo was taken by James Whitaker. So people apparently had cropped that photo and were using it all over social media. I see what but, you're saying. Yeah. yeah. So we're we're gonna be talking about that this morning because well, this is gonna have to go after everyone that you that's used a it. bit petty. It, it's beyond petty. And <laughs> where did you hear that um that they had six months to turn the ship around? Yeah. So the talk on the street, again, it's speculation, not confirmation, as we say right. in this program. The talk on the street is that um, their publisher, which is um, <laughs> Kathleen Capetti, yeah. has been given a six-month window to turn the ship around, or they're going to be shutting the compass down. 
So I think a lot of people over there are probably scared. Maybe Kevin is just afraid. Like we get it. We get that hurt people try to hurt people. Like we're always talking about that type of thing on this program. So we totally understand that Kevin is probably being pressured by management. So it may not be him just trying to be a a hole. It could just be that, you know, he's under immense pressure um, as everyone else is there. And so we're going to talk about this morning. We're going to, we're going to dig really deep and, explore what potentially is going on, like why all the hate, not just towards us, like I said, because other publications have gotten it, but they haven't said anything publicly about it. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, Kevin's a nice guy. He's probably just getting pressure. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure. All right. Well, that's, that's a happy Monday. Thank you. (laughs) We kicking it off on a a good note already. I love it. All right. In case you guys haven't noticed, I've got a new camera angle as well. Um, so I changed up my lens on Friday during the show. It's a little bit closer up yeah. and I do have I noticed that a Friday. completely new angle. So we'll work with it and see how, how our audience likes it. We're very responsive on this program in case you haven't noticed. You're trying mm-hmm. a new angle. I like yeah, it. Yeah, new angle. <laughs> All right, catch CMR right now. It's with uh, Sandy Hill and we'll talk to you to- tomorrow, okay? All right, guys. Have a great day. Bye, you too. Folks, Monday morning, we are off to a good start. Let's get it. Let's get it. Let's get it. What is going on? Oh my gosh. There is so much for us to talk about. Um, First of all, if you're just joining the program, yes, there was an accident this morning. So we will be talking about that. And we will be talking about this situation with the compass. um, Because again, I think that really and truly, um, you know, I guess Kevin Morales is under a lot of pressure to deliver something that he can't deliver. And so this is unfortunately causing him to email us, to complain to YouTube and all sorts of other stuff. So we're going to dig into it um, and really delve into what is going on. Someone said this morning, they just sent me a little you know, morning greeting and they said, silence isn't empty. It's full of answers. Ooh, la, la. I like it. Wow. Nice. All right. Let's get this train on the road. I'm just going to send out a quick. um, I'm sure the compass is watching this morning. Maybe they're not going to watch live because they don't want anybody to see them watching. But I'm pretty sure they're going to go back and watch because apparently they got a lot of time. Um, Yes. So let us uh, we're going to put this story up. Give me one second here. So let us get the. The train on the road, good folks. So how was your weekend? Tell me about your weekend. Um, let me just, I'm trying to, um, hmm. Where's my share button? Hmm. I swear, Facebook is always changing something up. All right, there we go. So, um, yes, what's, what's happening? What's going on? Um, I had a great weekend. It was pretty chill, relatively laid back. I had the pleasure of speaking with, um, Mr. Aiden Watlow yesterday. So he's going to be coming. Well, you'll see that interview being aired this evening at seven 30. So make sure you set your calendars for that. Uh, thankfully, um, not too much in the way of, um, you know, sort of uh, breaking 
like no shootings is basically what I'm trying to tell y'all right now. Thank God there was none of that over the weekend, but we did have um, an arrest on Friday. So in case you missed it, um, there was an arrest on Friday after late after like uh, maybe like after four o'clock. So listen to how incredibly crazy this situation is. We received correspondence uh, from numerous people that something's popping off, um, you know, financial, I always say financial crime unit because it's so close to FRU. Firearms response unit, not the financial crime unit, not the FCU, the FRU, um, were en route to the East. So, you know, East is anything past Georgetown, basically, past Prospect. So we got word that... uh, they were en route and I got video actually of them flying up this way because, you know, I live in the Eastern districts and I thought, Oh my God, of course you always think it's never going to be anywhere close to where you are. It's going to be East end, North side. Like where are they going? What's really going on? Well, it turns out that they were in lower Valley in our neck of the woods. And uh, they went to a lady's house. When we showed up at the scene, we were just like, we know this house. We know this person who lives there, an elderly lady, you know? And yeah, she had a tenant. Now, this is where y'all need to be careful. She had a relatively new tenant that apparently has now been arrested for murder. What are the chances of that? I was just like, oh, my God. So we started live streaming it. I don't know if you guys saw the live stream. Of course, the cops came by a detective and he's like, can you stop filming? Out of respect, not even out of respect. I'm going to be honest with you. It, was, it wasn't even a matter of respect. I was so tired that day because I had legit come home early <clears throat> to actually um, get a little bit of rest. And I was just super, super tired. So, um, Yes. So yeah, so basically, um, I came home and then I had a neighbor call me and said, Sandy, there was something popping off in the neighborhood. You need to go check it out. And I was like, oh my God, no. So sure enough, I went and I checked it out. And um, yeah, I was really flabbergasted by um, what I found, which was, I think it was like two or three firearm response units, unmarked vehicle, detectives, regular police cars, forensic units, people with gloves on. And they were all like taking out boxes and going to collect data and, you know, whatever else was there. So they have arrested. And I'm not sure if we can name the person yet. I'm actually waiting on the police to respond because obviously by now we know who's arrested. But like I told you guys before, the police had previously asked us not to name someone who was arrested um, in one of the recent incidents. So, but they haven't said anything since then. So sometimes you got to like really ask them directly, is this still um, a request, like a live request? Because I just wasn't really sure. Um, so, you know, we're, we're waiting to see uh, what they get back to us with. And if they don't say anything, then we will certainly um, be happy to actually tell you who who's arrested. So the word, the best advice I could give anyone is um, ensure that you check out people that you're renting to. Talk. The streets are always talking. 
So you need to talk to the streets to see, I'm about to rent to this young man, 36 years old. He's not really all that young, but who is he? Who, he, who, who is he? You know, and if you hear his name being called up in some shenanigans, maybe you find another tenant. I mean, there's a lot of people looking for rentals, right? The interesting thing about this, though, is the real lesson here, folks, is that a lot of us feel secure in a way. It's a false sense of security, but you feel secure. You're like, oh, you know, I don't live in Logwood in West Bay. Um, I don't live in... Um, I don't know where else, where are the hotspots, um, dog city or whatever. That isn't really one, but I'm just saying, right? So we kind of pick these spots that we think, oh, you know, those are hotspots for crime. Like I don't live next to Vicks Bar or I don't live down Martin Drive, so I don't have to worry about it. Well, honey child, let me tell you, you don't have to live in any of those places. Apparently you only need to live in Cayman. The dude was renting from a sweet little old lady who's lived there for 40 years or whatever, never gave anybody any trouble. And because she's taken in a tenant, now you've got the neighborhood crawling with financial crime and whatever else. I mean, thank God um, there was nothing more serious that popped off during that arrest or during that incident. But you see how close it can be to home? It could be. And in fact, there's like a lawyer who lives right next door, an elderly couple. You know, it's an, it's an older neighborhood with a lot of elderly people who live in the neighborhood. And it's just like, wow. So it doesn't matter. Um, this is why we all need to be concerned about the ongoing crime. It can happen at any place at any time. Like these guys are not reserving their uh, crime wave to just a particular area. So they will pop off. I mean, heaven forbid, you know, that they go to shopping centers or wherever you just never know. So I think the real lesson here is let us not take for granted that we um, can ignore these problems because we believe that it's not going to come knocking on our doors. It's knocking. It's knocking. It's like the wolf who's trying to get in and he's huffing and he's puffing and he's going to blow the door in. Speaking of the big bad wolf. So that incident went off without a glitch. Nothing major transpired over the weekend. I suspect. Um, apparently they were scoping, they, they were, they knew where he was and they were scoping out the situation a couple of days before to get a fix on him when he was actually at the residence. Right. And, um, uh, one other thing I wanted to say about that is when that video came out on Friday that we did play on the show, I must admit that a lot of people, a lot of you all were like this person looks a certain way. No, they are um, uh, you know, certain demeanor, certain finger, like people were trying to point out how much um, they looked like someone and everybody thought that they knew exactly who it was. So that's interesting. And I kind of felt like maybe they were picking him up off the streets. Obviously, if you're if you're alleged to have killed someone, well, you're gonna pick, get picked up off the streets. But also, perhaps they were picking him up for his own good. Really, I'm actually looking for my phone so I can adjust the air temperature. Um, so yeah, so that's a, a little bit of a crazy situation. 
But speaking of the big bad wolf, let's start talking about the compass and their utterly ridiculous selves. All right. Mm. Leanne, good morning, beautiful. Olivia is here. Miss Morna, Jasara, Louie, the lovely Vanessa, Maria, good morning. Charlene is here. She's got her coffee. Have you guys been getting your mugs? They're going really quickly this time. Everyone wants a mug. Like legit, they're flying off the shelves. Um, <clears throat> I mean, it's just crazy how, how many have already gone. I think I've got maybe one full uh, little case left. And we had eight just less than a week ago. So they are flying off the shelves. So get your mug, folks. Good morning, Sue. Good morning, Louisa. Brandon's here. Buenos dias to Elizabeth. Ervalyn, Blissful Powell, Miss Norma. Paul is here. Morning, morning, morning. Quincy, good morning to you. Um, yes, we're going to get into that, Quincy. Stay tuned here. Rodney is here. Um, we're going to talk all about it. John, good morning. John says he's looking forward to it. Mm -mm -mm. Uh, we don't have a choice in the brat because all we have. Hey, Curtis. Well, soon you're going to have a choice. You just hang on, honey child, because CMR is coming to the airwaves. And maybe the Compass is aware of that, and that's going to make them even more uncomfortable because, you know, they purchased some radio stations, child. So we're going to talk about it. Um, Charm, good morning. Yeah, we're blocked on YouTube, remember? We're in YouTube jail, probably because of the Compass. Um, but basically, uh, someone reported the parliamentary proceedings, which we re-aired, as being spam. And apparently, the artificial intelligence over at YouTube doesn't understand that, yes, our parliamentarians may sometimes not be the most honest people in the world, but we certainly don't consider it spam and deceptive. <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, kind of crazy, but um, what a hot mess. So we've been blocked for an entire week for a video that is the original still up on the uh, on the government YouTube channel. So we think somebody's just trying to be petty and poor YouTube doesn't know. And so they're just being ridiculous as well. Emma. Um, yes, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about all that here in a second, Emma. Curtis carries here. Um, yes, Emma's trying to give Curtis some advice on technology. Oh, poor Morna. She somehow managed to break her mug. She had one of the first set of mugs and she's broken it. So Morna, how did you manage to do that? We got to get you a new one. Bonnie, Karen, Jasara. Hey, Tommy. Join us in the Bahamas. Vernita's here, right from Windsor Park, Georgetown. Miss Corrine is here. Magdalene. Um, the person that live in these areas are probably safe in the neighborhood. They can walk there freely at night. Well, I I don't know, because listen, when you have certain um, alleged persons, alleged criminals in the neighborhood, people might come looking for them all sorts of night and day. I mean, you don't necessarily, you know, uh, need to be at night. Good morning, Miss Beulah. Uh, Blair Hero, good morning. Uh, Sarah's here for it. Megan, Kizzy, Omar, Roderick, everybody's here. Charlie Rolston, what's up? Diana, Sue, Wanda. Yes, good morning from, where are you from? Boothwin, Pennsylvania? Ooh, la la. 
Uh, Shannon, still at Health City. Hoping that you're feeling better. Um, Shannon, thank you so much for joining us. Ling Ling is also here. Uh, Carmely is here. She needs a mug. Cheryl is here. John. So folks, go and get your mugs while supplies last at um, unit number three, Dorsey Place, second building. So Dorsey Place is um, right in Industrial Park where Subway is across from, I always forget the name of the place, but you guys know what I mean. Um, across from home, oh, good grief. I always forget the place, but Subway. Think of Subway and Industrial Park. That plaza is called Dorsey Place. Simply go into the plaza. Subway's in the first building. Second building, unit number three. It says Odell's on the door. Go in there. And right there, you'll see the mugs. Please only take what you need because a lot of people are wanting a mug. Like I said, they're flying off the shelves. All right, let's talk about the big bad wolf, AKA the compass. Um, apparently they have really gotten into their feelings lately. So much so that I didn't realize how deep it was getting. You know how someone is like hating on you and they're doing things behind the scenes to try to just um, impact your life and you don't even know? Like this is legit crazy. Um, but apparently it happens and it has been happening with the compass and we simply had no idea. Hmm. What a hot mess. I mean, this is extra hot mess. So here's what we do know. And we're going to talk about it. You know, obviously CMR has, um, been on the scene now for just four years. The compass has been around at least 45 years to the best of my recollection. So they've been at it a while. And, you know, I assume that um, they have gotten used to having this monopoly, so to speak, on all things media. They think they're number one and they feel like they've always been number one, even though um, Keyman News Service and other media have been there for a number of years. They believe that they, um, they believe that they have this lockdown on the whole situation called media, right? So I think it's probably in our best interest to kind of refresh our memories a little bit about what has transpired in particular over the past uh, four years since we have been on the scene. So we came out all guns blazing June the 29th of 2017. And, um, you know, initially we were very in your face. Maybe we still are a little bit very, very bold, very, very different. And I got to be honest, I think that even the compass didn't even take us seriously. They didn't see us as a serious threat. They're like, oh, this is a joke. You know, this is whatever. But we were really determined to stay the course. We knew what our vision was for media in the Cayman Islands, which is inclusive of everyone, not just college educated people, not just lawyers and accountants and degree holders. And, you know, it's more about the news being created by the people and for the people. So the approach that we took is very, very grassroots. And you may think to yourself that there wasn't a formula at work here, but I can assure you that you would be mistaken and you'd be taking us for a fool if you thought that that wasn't the case. Yes, honey child, we know a little bit about marketing here on uh, CMR. And we know how to work a few things. And so we also are very familiar 
with the term uh, called guerrilla marketing. Mm. What is guerrilla marketing, you say? Well, look it up because it's a whole new fandango style of marketing. Lots of tactics. And um, yes. Um, so, you know, we, we did things our own way. We, we, we kind of danced our own little drums, right? We didn't do things like the compass. We've never in a million years imagined ourselves being anything like the compass. In fact, we don't want to be like the compass. <laughs> we're not interested in that. Um, you know, we're interested in being Cayman Mall Road and we chose the name because we are Caymanian. I'm hundred percent Caymanian, multi-generational which very few people probably at the compass could say such a thing. But, you know, we have really gone out of our way to make this platform focus on issues that Caymanians care about. Not to say that Caymanians don't run the gamut and shouldn't care about all sorts of different issues. Of course, we are unique, we are diverse, and we try to be as inclusive as possible. But I also know the average Caymanian feels a certain way, believes a certain way, thinks a certain way. And we're here to upset that formula to a certain degree, to agitate for change and to really um, get people thinking about even how they were getting their news and what sort of news they were getting. So there were, th there were things that we did that were very, very different and um, not traditional media, um, you know, to the point where people are like, oh, you know, um, they wanted to put this narrative out there. And I think it was so much easier to do when the progressives were in office because the progressives were part of the problem. They were not very progressive. It's so funny that they pick a name like progressives. And yes, there's some of the oldest donkeys in Cayman who just don't get a lot of things. But nonetheless, you know, we just stayed the course. We didn't let the naysayers bother us. Oh, she's a blogger. She's not media. She's this, she's that. Well, guess what? A blogger now has you so concerned, legit, about what's happening in this country um, that you are all up in your feelings. Um, so someone else is asking, they can't find us on YouTube. So yes, honey child, we are on Facebook. So, um, Right. So anyway, you know, they tried everything. Oh, don't take her seriously. She's not a blogger. They tried the establishment, like the police and government agencies and all of them tried their little tactics and it just didn't work. You know, because we're like, first of all, we're fully licensed as online media. Call us whatever the hell you are. There's no such thing as a license to be a blogger. Okay. And I don't need to come on this platform and start flaunting my writing skills because many of you might be very surprised to know that I have a writing degree. I have a degree in writing. If anybody should know how to write, it's me, okay? Because I studied it for four years of my life. I have a law degree, I have a master's degree. None of that matters for what I'm doing. I'm just here about the people's business and to give the people a voice. And so I write for the simplest person to understand. Sometimes I would write an article and I would look at it and I'm like, oh my God, this article is too, uh, 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 I need to change the language. I need to break it down a little bit more. Um, I need to make it shorter because sometimes, child, you start writing it and you just can't stop. 
And then I'm not, I'm not writing a piece of English literature. That's not what this is. But they tried their best um, to try to make us look like we were so low class. Like, oh, you don't want to, you want to read Cayman Ma Road. Well, honey chow, the name Ma Road means a lot to Caymanians and um, Caymanians get it. They fully understand what the Ma Road is all about. And it's amazing that this year we were recognized by the establishment and you know we never needed this because we knew we were number one from the onset. But we are finally recognized by the establishment for being number one. Ooh, honey child, I can only imagine the pity party that the Compass must have had when Tower Media dropped that report earlier in the year. Wah, wah, wah. It must have been a lot of tears. But let me be very frank here. Good morning to the beautiful Anne. Jonathan is here. Thank you so much. Joining us from St. Martin. Let me be very, very frank here, Darlene. Um, she says she thinks the compass has been around from when she was born, <laughs> which is 55 years ago. Well, child, it's possible because they've just transitioned over the years. So they've had different names and whatever, right? But um, yeah, they've definitely been around longer than I've been alive, I think. Yes. But anyway, um, you know, we didn't need Tower Marketing or anybody else to confirm what we already knew and to legitimize what we already knew. But it's good because advertisers like to have this information. They like to know who to spend their money with. And for some, when someone tries to discredit you, right, such as the Compass and the progressives and other people, when they try to discredit you and a third party um, person does a survey that is non-biased, just putting the cold hard truth out there in terms of what people are listening to and what they're reading in the Cayman Islands, let's be very frank and honest. When they say that CMR is number one and the second most visited website in the Cayman Islands after EK, and I don't know how long EK been around, but they've been around at least 10 plus years. And EK is just people trying to sell and buy stuff. When they say that you're the second most visited website in the Cayman Islands, I suppose the Compass now has an issue um, with that. And they're having to talk to the people that they've been lying to in the world of marketing. I'm just saying. Uh-huh. So all of a sudden, they've been lying to y'all about how they have all these numbers and, uh, you know, oh, they have 800,000 video views, which they can't prove in any way, shape, or form. But they could tell you all that stuff and you could buy it kind of hook, line, and sinker because there was no independent verification of anything that they've said. And it's so interesting that they have never once been in a position to actually provide that information to people. Now, you all know that we actually believe in numbers here in this program. So we are a firm believer. And um, you know, if you say something, you should be able to back it up with what you're saying. So anytime we talk to advertisers, we say, hey, here's a cool hard truth as it relates to uh, what's going on. Now I'm gonna share something with you guys because I suspect some of you may have forgotten the history of CMR a little bit. And um, so within a short period of us coming on the scene, yes, we were disruptive. We didn't play by anybody's rules. We created our own rules. We created our own little theme song 
and we did what we wanted to do. And we started to really hit the um, airwaves and you know we were on the tongues and mouths of everybody in the community. Now I'm gonna show you what I mean by that. Take a look at this. This was back when Cayman 27 was still around, which is obviously before 2019. And um, this is Facebook providing us with statistical information. So even then, years ago, we had Cayman 27, had 18.1 thousand page likes. The compass was second with 17.8. We were in third place with 13.6. So this is ranked, the numbering is ranked based on the number of page likes, but y'all need to look at that last column over there. Engagement numbers for the week. We were killing Cayman 27. We were killing Cayman Compass by a significant margin. You guys do the percentage increase, right? Let me pull up my percentage increase calculator because y'all know, again, we like to deal with facts. Okay, so if we had 15,000 versus, what's the next number? 103.7, that is a percentage increase of 591%. And we were still an infant. <laughs> Understand what I'm telling y'all. We were just little babies at this point, right? And the numbers just kept increasing from there. Look at this one, 189. So let's compare it again, 19.8, 19.8 to 189,000. Um, unfortunately, that's as clear as it can get. Someone says that that's not very clear. Um, So that's 855% increase, 19.8,000 over 189,000. And I can assure you that this trend continued. So, you know, it, it, is, it is what it is, folks. So I suppose the reason why I'm explaining all this to you is we can understand why the compass is starting to feel the way that they are, but their response to the situation as and how they fired Woody DaCosta it leaves a lot to be desired. Let us put it that way. Mm -hmm. So we started kicking their butts from a while ago, and I suppose they started to pay attention, but especially in the world of social media, because we came out understanding that in the 21st century, in 2017 and beyond, it was necessary to dominate the social media realm when it comes to news. Everybody is on social media, y'all. Everybody. So here we are in the background, y'all thinking, see, I'm our fool, fool. Mess with y'all. People making fun of our little typing mistakes here and there, which are 99% because we be a little bit too quick on the keyboard and tap, 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 tap. And even Grammarly doesn't even tell us that that's wrong. But we were paying attention, honey child. For example, we know 81 plus percent of our customers are coming directly from Facebook mobile. Mm, mm, mm. Another 9.7% coming from Google. Another 4.7% coming directly from Facebook. That's because that's PC. So again, we didn't need tower marketing to tell us the majority are using mobile devices. Honey child, we have analytics on Facebook. We have analytics on our website. 
we know exactly what is going on. Right? We know it all. So, this is what we are very, very cognizant of. We are very aware of. And, you know, we're not in a position where, where we can sit back and allow the compass or anybody else to lie to us and for us to buy the ridiculousness. Mm-hmm. Nope. See here? We know what categories people go to. What do they start watching? What do they read first? We got it all on lockdown, folks, from our end. We know exactly what is happening. Now, somebody told them that Sandy is a fool. I'm not sure who would have told them that, but I guess somebody did. Here's our video views. Again, this is dating back to, I think this was 2000. Hold on. Let me get your date here. Let me get y'all date because I don't want to be lying to y'all now. So this was um, August of 2019. Yes. A single video in August of 2019 had over 361 thousand views. Mm, mm, mm. Like I said, we understood a little bit about dominating the social media page or platforms. It took us a whole year to be on Instagram because eh, we were like, yeah, who's on Instagram? Somebody said, what? Girl, you better get your behind on Instagram. We said, okay, because we listen to the people. So we found ourselves on Instagram and again, we started killing it on Instagram, despite being a year out. All right, so let's let's move forward a little bit. So you know, in all jest and all fun, sometimes we poke fun at the compass. Um, the way that they do things, Deline and Jonathan, just doesn't look right. So when they fired Woody, now y'all know Woody would have been our competitor, but we always had love for Woody. Woody's a good guy. Um, you know, he was doing his job. He worked for them, but that's no, that's no big deal. You know, there were times when we were killing Woody too, because we started a morning show just a year ago. So once we started that, we started to, um, we started to watch our numbers as well. Because we are in a competitive space at the end of the day, right? So number watching and number crunching is kind of what we do. Oh, child, we're going to talk about David Leggy. That's, we're going to talk about the history of the compass. Anyway, um, so we would watch his numbers, but, you know, Woody's our friend. Um, Cayman, um, Radio Cayman. Since CMR started, we've actually been on Radio Cayman with Sterling. It's really not all that. Cayman is very, very small. So media oftentimes have to work together, work in unison with each other to get things done. So if I go to court and I see something and whatever, sometimes Wendy will pick up the phone and say, hey, Sandy, I see that you have this up. I wasn't able to make it because she's running pretty much a one woman operation as well. You know, tell me what happened. And I don't feel any way about, um, about sharing information. So I'm like, sure, Wendy, because, you know, we already got it up anyway. I'm like, here's what happened, you know, blah, blah, blah. 
and vice versa. If I miss something or if I don't understand something, I know I could call Wendy and we have this working relationship. Well, the compass has always been a little bit, you know, different. Um, you know, when we would carry a live feed initially, when we got started, we were like, okay, especially after Came on 27 disappeared, we got it that a lot of y'all missed Came on 27. And so we also understand that the world of TV has changed and every TV station, regardless of whether there's still a big Fox, ABC, whatever in the States, they actually have um, streaming platforms on, you know, all their social media platforms. So they're going to stream the news as it's happening, breaking news on Facebook, et cetera. So when we started doing that, I think the compass was kind of paying attention. They're like, oh, well, we better do it too. Not a problem. We're trendsetters. And if you want to follow, then come right along for the ride. We are all for it. But at some point, they started to get in their feelings. And as I said earlier, we did not fully appreciate um, exactly what was happening. So much so that um, it was only really until we got this letter from Kevin Morales this week threatening legal action that it really sunk in. Well, I was like, ooh, Compass, y'all are beyond petty. Like y'all are beyond petty. Really and truly. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Petty, petty, petty. We need a theme song for the compass about how incredibly petty they are. Anywho, so uh they started doing little things that we would not have been aware of. Hmm, okay. So 2021 is our first election cycle. So y'all know from 2020, we started planning ahead. Because we have a small team, we don't have 55 people where we can say, oh, Rajma, you're going to be on this, you know, this junket. This is what your focus is going to be. And then, Kevin, your, your job is to troll CMR. So you can do that alone, um, et cetera, et cetera, right? So, um, you know, we were just doing our thing. And so we're planning ahead, right? The elections is coming up. Let's have all of our ducks in a row. Um, sorry, I'm trying to tell people that they can watch it from the website if they can't um, get onto YouTube. So yes, so we started carrying election news from last year. The first people to announce their candidacy, we were the first to announce it. And... Um, Sorry. So we were the first to announce our candidacy. We started covering election coverage, you know, nomination day. We came out with all guns blazing with our small little team. And we just knocked it out of the park by all accounts. I mean, I had people stopping me in the streets just randomly who said, listen, I never listened to CMR before. 
but your election day coverage, your nomination day coverage in particular was bar none the best. And so we don't sit down in our laurels and be like, oh, pat myself on the back, good job. We're like, no, what's the next thing that we need to do? And the next thing we need to start focusing on after nomination day is the fact that um, we have election day coming up and all the meetings in between and everything else. So we were busy. We had no time to worry about anybody else, but we do know the numbers were crystal clear. So much so, the numbers were so incredibly clear uh, in terms of our live streaming events, candidates who were streaming with us had the most views. So much so that three weeks out from election day, the compass, the, um, not the compass, my apologies, um, the progressives who'd been exclusively dealing with the compass and I guess radio came in, came a knocking in our door offering us money to get coverage. We thought about it for a second and then we said, no, thanks. A little late in the game, but they finally realized where the people were tuned into for their election coverage. So fast forward, we did the chamber debates. Now let me be very clear about how that happened. We were going to, if you'd been listening to this program, you would know we were gonna host our own debates. And then I thought, when the government decided at the last minute to change the um, election day, shortened it by a number of weeks, we thought, oh boy, Alden, you've just given us double the work in such a short space of time. So naturally we recognize the difficulty of putting on a quality debate forum in such a short space of time. The other thing is, I also recognize that there are people who are um, progressives who may know that we're not fan favorites and vice versa. And so um, they would understand they would understand that um, in fact, sorry. They would understand that, you know, there might be some candidates who if we had and hosted our own forum, who wouldn't want to come onto the program. So. I was thinking one day to myself, and I said, you know what? The chamber has had a candidate's forum for a very long time. They are a nonpartisan, non-biased organization, business community, blah, 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 blah. So the thing to do is for me to contact the, the chamber and say, listen, uh, we want to partner with you guys on this. Um, I think that you guys are going to do it right. You're going to have it organized right. And we will just piggyback off of you and provide the feed to our listeners. Hmm. Spoke to Mr. Will Panu. He had no problems with it. He said, Sandy, I think this is a great idea because you do have a large following and we all agreed that this would work. So he put us in touch with his tech team. We worked out the technical logistics of it and we made it happen. And dare I say, the chamber forums, especially in lieu of the fact that, you know, a lot of people are still not really feeling 100% comfortable going out. COVID sort of may be lingering. You know, people still comfortable in their own homes. 
The chamber forums really were a hit on our platform. People were tuned in. The comments were off the chain. You guys were entertaining. We would discuss it the next day on the show. It was just beautifully done. Sh shout out and kudos to April and her team as well, who did all of the videography and stuff uh, on the back end of things. Now, I didn't think anything about it in terms of the compass not being there and not airing it. Not my business. You know, I'm not really watching them that closely, but apparently they've been watching me. What I have recently discovered is they actually went to the chamber to complain. Oh, why did Cayman Ma Road get this? Oh, I was like, what? You see, this is what happens when you've been in power and in control for far too long and you don't understand that dynamics have changed significantly in terms of what is happening in the real world. Mm -mm 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 -mm. Come on now, Compass. Y'all can't be serious. The audacity, actually, when you think about it, of them going to the Compass or to um, Chamber and saying, why did you work with CMR? Lord Jehovah, are you people serious? So I heard this bit of information. I thought, petty, petty, petty. Anyway, I'm not saying nothing to y'all yet. You notice that there's been a couple of things popping off at the Compass. I've not said anything. So over a week ago, we had the first parliamentarian breakfast, that, um, breakfast the first parliamentarian luncheon that the chamber hosts, you know, every single time a new parliament selected, every four years at least. And um, well-attended event, sold-out event, you know, again, the the chamber has obviously seen the benefit as of partnering with us as a media partner. If they want to get a message out there, let's be honest, you send it to us and it gets out there wide and far. So um, we say, right, you know, let's do it again. So again, April's there doing her recording. We pull April's feed. And by that afternoon, that was, the luncheon was on, was it a Thursday um, or Friday? I'm trying to remember what day it was now. But anyway, the chamber luncheon went off. I think it was a Friday. And next thing I know, I get a notification from Facebook to say, we're taking down this feed because um, Compass Media has claimed it as their own feed. And I was like, what? Compass Media has done what? And then I start saying, listen, we would never, knowing that the Compass is a little bit up in their feelings, we would never pull and use the Compass feed for nothing in the world. I have my own equipment if push comes to shove. I can stream it live from location. And we may not have the most expensive equipment in the world. We might not have a five, six, $10,000 camera. We might only have our low, whatever we're using. But without a doubt, I know that you guys are here for it and you'd be tuned into our stream. So I thought to myself, this is interesting. Hmm. So I start digging because I want to know why, right? If we didn't purposely do something, we didn't purposely pull their feed, how can they be claiming copyright on the feed? Well, after quite a bit of, um, thank you for the reminder, one of her WhatsApp people reminded me it was Thursday. So by Friday, they had her feed pulled down. So, you know, I start talking to April and I'm like, April, you got to help me with this because I don't quite understand 
how this is possible and what happened. And April's like, I don't know either because I know for sure you were using our feed, blah, blah, blah. Well, lo and behold, I reviewed the video. Um, and for the record, I wasn't actually the one who was doing the controls. I was there trying to enjoy the luncheon and take notes so that we could put up our story, right? It was someone else on our team uh, pulling the video feed. So I looked at it, April looked at it, and what we discovered is 20 minutes into the video, she stopped her feed because she was requested by the chamber to stop it because it was like during one of the little breaks where everybody was eating and whatever. Didn't tell me or my team that the feed had been stopped. So unfortunately, if we don't know the feed has been stopped, we're just like thinking she just put up a little banner saying commercial break and whatever. But she actually stopped the feed. On YouTube, when you stop the feed, that link is broken. That's a little tech info here. That link is broken. And then that's it. A new link when she starts up again starts. And had she told us that, folks, we would have known what to do on our end. But we didn't know that until she started looking at this after the compass pulled it down. So listen, I wrote the compass, explained fully what happened. They're saying that because we put up our logo or, or like Cohard Truth logo, CMR logo, and that was coming up over their logo. Because what happened was when she cut her feed, YouTube pulled automatically the compass feed up on our screen. And if you go back to, well, they've taken it down, but the original video is still out there. You can actually see that that's what happens because you see the video comes up on YouTube saying loading next, you know, they start the little countdown and they just pulled it after a couple seconds. We didn't know that as it was live. And we didn't know it afterwards until the compass. So the compass is sitting there. Let me try to explain to you what, what's going on here, right? For the compass to know that, they would have to be sitting there watching your feed. I'm not gonna kill the compass about that because let me show you the notification that we got. Um, this is it here. This content was reported for an intellectual property violation. And we received this notice that this content infringes intellectual properties, which often means someone else has a work without permission, blah, blah, blah. So when we reached out to the compass and we said, yo, what, what's the deal here? Oh, will you put up your logo over our logo, blah, blah. I'm like, really, Kevin Morales? Really? You're going to sit down there and watch our feed, and I'm sure we had more people than you, and that's really what has your panties up in a bunch, and you're all upset, and so that's really what this is all about? Like, you think that we would have a desire to um, actually pull your feed so much so. Mm-hmm. So much so that you're now going to complain to Facebook that we've stolen your intellectual property? Honey child, what is up with that? No, sir? Ah.
Sorry about that. I think I accidentally hit the um, the little button there. Um, so yes, yeah, so I was saying, let me just repeat that last bit. They actually had the feed pulled on the same day that it went up. So let me show you guys a little something here, right? So notice that this is July the 8th. This is the day that they had the feed pulled, okay? Down at the bottom, you see that we had 2.9 thousand views. So they had the feed pulled the same day that it went up. So this was Thursday, July the 8th. All right, so within hours, they had our feed pulled. Now, let me explain to you why the Compass has their big granny panties falling down to their knees and they're so upset about it and trying to blame us. If you go to the Compass's Facebook page, and again, I'm not trying to throw shade at the Compass, I'm just throwing, throwing the truth because this show is called The Cold Hard Truth. So look, yeah. If you go to the Compass Facebook page, even now, mm -hmm. Cayman Compass, I'm going to show you guys the truth. Because you see, they can't argue with this sort of stuff. They can lie to y'all who are advertising with them all they want. But let me be very clear. Lies in the world of, let's increase this so y'all can see it good. Lies in the world of um, information are very, very easy to dispel. So if we go to videos, oh, look, three people right now watching the compass, four people, um, because what they do is, this is a compass page, but they simulcast crosstalk on crosstalk and their page. So they have four people watching it here. And let me see, Cayman crosstalk. Oh my God, they have a new logo. Look at that. Um, they have, that's it. Total four people between both platforms. Oh God. Normally they have, um, well, I guess that's it. Only four people watching it. All right. Well, whatever. Um, so they've got four people watching that right now. Good for them. This is part of the reason why they're upset with us. Okay. Cause right now we have 276 people. We had 320 up to a minute ago. So let's have a look then at what we're talking about. You know, 449 views, 530. This is what they were getting with their candidate shows. The chamber candidate forums was getting five, six, seven, eight thousand views every single night, easily. Okay, let's look at the chamber luncheon. Where is it? Mm. Chamber, parliament, blah, 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 premier, rush hour, poor Rajma. Um, where's the chamber luncheon? What was it before? Oh, here it is. So the day, let, let me break this down for you guys, because this will explain why they're all up in their feelings. Within hours, we had 2.9 thousand views on that single video. Here we are a week and days later, because Thursday would have been a week. The... Compass has only 2,000 views for that same video. So they took down our video the day of it, and we had more views than they have a week and a bit later. Stick a pin. Y'all know we got to fight the truth with, we got to fight these, these um, monsters with a little bit of truth telling. So if we go now to CMR's numbers, and again, all of y'all can see these numbers. This is public information. Go look for yourself, child. If we go back to our 
reloaded because since they took it down, we essentially had to put it back up again. And we did that on Saturday. Um, so we'd have lost, you know, that initial two, 2.9 thousand in terms of our analytics. But if we go back now, trying to find the video to um, the parliamentary video. Here it is. 7.1 thousand views. So we lost a day because the compass pulled our video down. We lost actually a day and a half, right? They pulled our video down almost two days. And now we are, um, we put it back on Saturday. A week later, we have 7.1 thousand and they still have 2,000. Y'all understand what's really going on here? The compass has lost their grip on you, the people. And this is what has them so up in their feelings and all upset with us. And it's not just us. Apparently, they're being petty with a lot of other people. Let me read some of your comments, child. Um, Cameron says, liars can figure, but figures don't lie. Honey, child, we giving it to you. Mr. Leroy, good morning. Um, the Cayman Mafia is trying to bring the little man and woman down. Well, Elizabeth, they can try all they want, but the people know the truth. They fired several other Caymanians that have been there for many years. Um, are there any Caymanians now at the Cayman Compass? Well, you know they refused to change their name back to the Caymanian Compass. So you guys remember David Leggy. David Leggy was what he was. An Englishman that took control of the largest media house in the Cayman Islands. And boy, did he use that to his advantage. Mm. There were things that David Leggy would say, um, part of his editorial team, there would be things that they would deliver that was insulting to Caymanians at our core. The man just fisty and rude, right? So much so that as you guys will recall, um, as you guys will recall, um, the government of the day actually decided to stop advertising with the compass. Now let's think about the amount of money that the compass has made over years. Government job adverts into the millions of dollars. Okay, let's be very, very frank here. Every government display ad, oh, we're having this symposium, this event, they look like they could only advertise with a compass. They weren't even supporting Cayman, their own news, um, their own radio station, Radio Cayman, which they have to subsidize, they were not supporting them in the way in which they're supporting the Compass. Oh, but Compass is printed media. People need to see the adverts. People, okay, all right. Okay, if you say so. Millions of dollars, okay, was spent and continues to be spent through the Compass. Even though we have mandatory advertising on this Cayman job portal, government still advertising jobs display adverts with the Compass, who's printing once a week, and nobody ain't reading the damn newspaper. The newspaper has been stacked up for years. Ask Charles Whitaker. Him and I had this conversation back in 2019 about how you go into any grocery store in Cayman and you see one big stack of Compass newspapers sitting there because nobody was buying it. Outdated news that was overpriced. And a lot of y'all stopped supporting it because of Leggy, because he was not our friend. I don't care how long he claimed he's been a Caymanian. Hmm? Let's do some truth telling here this morning.
So David Leggy really started to put the um, the nail in the coffin. For the compass with his antics. So he changed the name from Caymanian Compass to Cayman Compass or whatever the heck it was. I think it had a slight name change since then, but nobody was impressed. Because he don't want it to be the Caymanian Compass. He don't want to do nothing with Caymanians, really. And I reached out to Leggy on more than one occasion with some recommendations. And based on his responses, I could kind of see his mindset and how he thought. And I said to myself, well, I'm wasting my breath here. Let me not even email this man any further because this is a man who just doesn't have a clue about what's happening to the average Caymanian out in the streets. Like, you know, those of us who are hustling for our two little pennies. He's living up on this pedestal, government footing 75% of the Compass bill, all their advertising, all the big companies, everybody wants to advertise with Compass, the banks, the this one, the that one, as though there was nothing else going on and no other way to reach people. The Compass has enjoyed that level of success for so long that when CMR comes along, when K-Man, the real Cayman News comes along, when other platforms come along, they just can't handle it. And this is precisely what is happening. They have lost all good senses because they can't take the fact that 300 people here watching me and they have four across two pages. I can't even get my YouTube people would have been another 100 people watching. So this is why they are so upset. Upset at a young, relatively young Caymanian's success story in the space of media. Because I'm not supposed to be able to do it, you see. We're going to talk about why that is here in a second. So at one point, Leggy being the rude little man that he was, accused the government and all of the Cayman Islands of supporting money laundering. We're all a bunch of criminals. Financial services is in the dogs or money launderers, blah, blah, blah. Do you guys remember his comments? Y'all need to go back and read that editorial that he wrote. Maybe they took it down by now. But he insulted us to our core. And so he does that. And what does our government do? Every single member in the LA at the time said, we need to pull, stop government advertising with this man. It was a unanimous, it was brought before the House of Parliament, a legislative assembly at the time, and it was a unanimous decision to stop advertising with him. Ooh, well, you know he felt that, because now we're talking money, folks. Millions of dollars in six months would have been lost. And so I can only imagine in my mind's eye how this played out. He must have had a little secret meeting with Alden McLaughlin, Mm -mm. And the two of them must have kissed and made up because next thing we know, government quietly didn't bring it to the people, no statement made, didn't even bring it back to the legislative assembly to reverse it. So there were some who were questioning the constitutionality of this situation, but quietly the government decided to go back to advertising with the compass like nothing happened spending our money y'all didn't turn a blind eye y'all didn't blink y'all didn't do anything hmm okay so it was back good old boys network 
working like a clock at a clock. So we fast forward. Now CMR enters 2017. If y'all don't understand what has happened here was never supposed to happen according to the establishment, okay? So CMR is supposed to be a joke. We're never going to go anywhere. We're not going to have any breaking news before the compass. And as we started to do certain things, breaking news, naming offenders as they're arrested, posting photos, I, I wish to invite you to go back in time and notice how the compass has followed the lead of Cayman Mall Road. There were things that before the compass would never do. I bet you they're doing it now. Hmm? Hmm. So much so that during the election, the compass had, um, hold on here now. I don't want to wrong, falsely accuse them of anything. God knows. Because you know we'll be hearing from the lawyers later on today. But the compass actually started a segment called A Conversation With. Right after CMR started a segment called Conversations With. So let me tell you what this is now. We started this segment. And we announced it. We started promoting it, blah, blah, blah. The Compass then jumps on with their own version of it. Listen, ideas are a dime a dozen. You can't lock down an idea, claim it intellectual property on an idea. But apparently the Compass thinks that you can claim it on a title. So another media publication has reached out and said to us that they got one of these letters, one of these legal letters, over the title of an article for a government press release. Now, you know, government sends out press releases and we all put them up and they pretty much all say the same thing. The compass feels like they can intellectually lock down words, a friggin' title, not just photos like what they've said with us, but a title. And I said, what? And it's not the first time. So they're hounding other media with these constant barragement of letters. I've not looked at them, so I can't say if they have any merit or not. I'm just telling you what they're doing. They're going to um, the chamber complaining about us, which, by the way, the Compass could have done it, but apparently they wanted to charge the chamber because, you see, they're all about money. They don't do anything for the community if they ain't getting paid for it. <laughs> so they're all about Dollars. Then there's an upcoming camp, media and journalism. The Compass, again, got their panties up in a bunch and trying to flex their muscles. They're telling the camp organizers they will not participate if CMR is going to be there or if this other media house is going to be there, if CNS is going to be there, whatever. Dude, you guys are no longer in control. Wake up, Compass. Leggy is gone. But you know what Leggy did? Leggy sold the compass because it was a sinking ship. Let me tell y'all my theory. Again, I don't have any confirmations that this is my personal opinion, which I am entitled to, okay? So my opinion is Leggy knew exactly what he was doing when he sold the compass. It was already a sinking ship. You have a lawyer, bless his little heart, 
Mr. Bergstrom, who comes along, he don't know nothing about media. Not only does he not understand media, there's a difference between print media, radio media, they're all different, okay? He doesn't know nothing about social media, print media, radio media, mass media, no kind of media. And he jumps up, oh, I'm gonna buy the compass. Okay, go right ahead, son. I think he has no interest really in media, none at all. I think he bought the compass for one sole reason, and that's the property. He's sitting on a $5 million piece of property in central Georgetown. Now, there's so much that can be done with that property. You have to understand that property values only go up in this country. I've never seen them go down. So initially, Leggy didn't buy the property. I think he may have put down a deposit on it because look like he didn't really have all the money that we thought he had. So he had a lien on the property. And y'all think I'm joking? Y'all better hold on here. Where's my, where's my, where's my notes? So you see, we, we do our research here in CMR. Don't make nobody tell you differently. Okay. This is all our land registry, certified copies, land registry documents. Um, discharge of collateral charge. So we can break it down for you in terms of who owns the compass. And well, we don't know technically who owns it because those records are, are not for public dissemination. But we have... All of it right here. See my little handwritten notes when I go there, I'd be like, mm, let me jot it down. So I'm going to break it down for y'all this morning in terms of a little bit of history of the compass. Mm -hmm. You see, sometimes you just let sleeping dogs lie. Sometimes you don't mess with people like CMR. Because when we dig in, we're going to dig and dig and dig some more. Cameron says you trolled Rajma pretty hard a couple times. Well, you know what? Um, I think the the message we put up the other day about, it wasn't really about Rejma. I mean, she accepted some some award um, claiming she did such a great job, or not her personally, but I guess the Compass, and she accepted it on their behalf, did such a great job during the um, the coverage of, of um, the pandemic because they were allowed there. Nobody else was allowed but them and a few other people. So I guess we weren't in the runnings for Rotary to claim that we did a good job because we were excluded. Now, I, I actually like Rejma, and I've always said this. I like her. She's a very nice girl. Um, it wasn't me trolling her. It was the people trolling her saying that she needs to shut up. Y'all were trolling that girl so badly that sometimes I was like, oh, God, please, back off the poor girl. She's going to have a stressful moment. And I've shown you a video where she had Mr. Andre on the program. She's like, oh, you see, he likes me. Poor Rejma is feeling the pressure of the compass being on her and the, the general people not liking her. I have been at a press event where a government official and MP told Rajma, do not talk to me on camera. And if y'all were listening to the CMR feed, you would have heard it. He said, don't talk to me. And she was like, afterwards, she walks up to him, what have I done you? You see, that's the difference between me and Rajma. I would have been like, bitch, really? But poor her, she's going to go beg like, Oh my God, what have I done? So she's insulting people according to them. And you know, these MPs be up in their feelings. So I don't, I don't really take them on on some level, but according to them, she's being rude to them and she's insulting them via the compass and she doesn't even know it. Remember her interview when the new government was sworn in, in the legislative assembly. And um, when she went after McKeever and then she said, well, you know, now you've been proud of government. What about this situation with you beating up the woman? And Mickey was like, really, bitch? Hold on, Alexa, what the hell? Let me turn down the volume. 
Sorry, Chum. Alexa volume all the way, all the way up. Um, so Bikiva was like, you all saw how Bikiva reacted to her. He looked like he wanted to thump her. And I was like, ooh, Rejma. Girl, you better be careful. You know what I know about Mac? He'll slap you in a hurry too. Mm. So I know she's under a lot of pressure to like deliver. And, you know, we even understand from our sources that she was told by Compass Management, probably Kevin Morales or Kathleen, to ask that question. She didn't necessarily want to ask it, but they're like, ask Makiva this question. So had Makiva smacked her down right in the LA, I guess the Compass would have been paying workers comp. I don't know. Anyway, Janetta says, if it wasn't for CMR, plenty of people in the Cayman Islands wouldn't know what's happening after Cayman 27 gone down the gutter, after not paying their business licenses for years, people need to be informed what the hell is the Compass's problem. Well, the problem is they're losing control. They lost Caymanian listeners when they fired Woody. Well, that was another nail in their coffin. And to be quite frank, most of the nails in their coffins, they put there themselves. Um, Leroy says, bad mind is a hell of a thing. It sure is. Josara says she agrees. They're just petty and bad-minded. Thank you, Anne. History in the making, the great media war of 2021. <laughs> well, it ain't going to be so great, child, because if the compass can't turn around in six months, um, we understand that, uh, unfortunately, it's going to be closing of the doors. You know what? The owner probably doesn't even care. Like I said, he's sitting on a $5 million piece of property and a lot of debt with the Compass and their 55 strong employees. So let us review what we know. Where's my notes now? Let me make sure I'm gonna get this right. 1986, oh, by the way, let's back up before then because I see someone sending me some historical information um, regarding this. So someone says like the power of the Marins and the Kirkernals had over the small business owners for years so long to them too. Murdoch bought the Compass from Hazel for $5 million years ago and Uzel was contracted to stay on. Well, who the heck is Murdoch and who's Hazel? I don't even know who these people are, but what, let me tell you what I do know. 1986, Cayman Free Press Limited was incorporated. October the 28th of 2009, it, they changed um, their name apparently to CFP Holdings Limited. Now 2009, in my recollection, that could have been the time when David Leggy took it over. Maybe, or they just changed the names. So that's a question mark because I can't remember when he actually took it over. Was it around then or was he 2014? Because in 2014, I think it's probably 2014 with him. And I'll tell you why. February the 25th, 2014, Pinnacle Media Limited was registered, created, and they put a caution. Again, I've got all the land registry documents right here, C CSO. Uh, let me see. There you go. These are public documents, folks. You can get all this information. Y'all see that? All right. And by the way, I had been doing this research for other reasons on the Compass before they sent out, just so you know the timing. It's, it's a little bit ironic that they want to start flexing their muscles with me because I was looking at them for other reasons, which will soon become apparent. I'm just waiting on some FY details. Anywho... February, he puts a caution on it. Um, and then they change the name again to Compass Holdings Limited. So they're always changing names. 
So what we know, I think the reason why he registered a caution in February the 25th, and I'm going to look at the land registry documents here and tell you, is because Leggy probably didn't have the $5 million just for the property. That's not for the business. That's just for the building and the land that the compass is in. So what he did instead, and we have a chargee document here, um, is it appears, and his wife was signing all the documents, so maybe she's really the person with the money, Vicky Leggy. The 7th day of February, 2014, see her sign in right there in the presence of, I don't know who that notary is, um, caution. For General Georgetown Central, 14C, 319 is the parcel number. Uh, we, Pinnacle Media Limited of 89 Nexus Way, Kimana Bay. Pinnacle Media was in Kimana Bay? Hmm. <clears throat> Claim an interest as uh, grantee of an option to purchase in the land comprised of the above-mentioned title and forbid the registration of dealings and the making of entries in the register relating thereto, uh, all together without my or our consent until this caution has been withdrawn by me or us or removed by the order of the court of the registrar. See right there, you can see when it was signed, I'm trying to get the camera to focus on it. Um, Vicky Leggy, yes, honey child, put her caution on it. So that means that they put down some money. They didn't buy the full property but they put enough money on it where they could register a caution, okay? So now they have an interest in the property, and of course, they wouldn't have wanted the Uzels to be selling it from out under them. So I don't know what they paid for the compass at the time, but clearly they never had enough cash to purchase the property. Okay, so then we go on. Let me see what my next note says. Oh, yes, September the 5th, 2007, there was a charge on it from Butterfield Bank. So somebody must have borrowed some money um, in order to, in order to, um, mm -hmm, in order to purchase the land at some point around 2007. Anyway, let's move right along. Um, lawyers that they're using, eh, look at this, isn't this interesting? All right. So we know that the compass announced in 2019 that they purchased, um, uh, that Mr. Bergstrom announced in 2019 that he purchased the compass. Remember, they only announced it after CMR actually put it out there, right? Um, Graham says the compass must be working at Russia blocking your feed. Poor them. They're not blocking nothing, child, because we see the people listening. Yes, Leroy, David versus Goliath. Indeed. They think that they're still Goliath, but they don't know what David was able to do on Little Rock. And we got the whole mall road. We have more than a little rock. So they better be careful. All right. So here we go, folks. Um, 2019, it was announced that uh, Bergstrom, an attorney at law, had purchased the property. But the talks had obviously been ongoing for quite some time because July the 13th of um, 2018, there was a withdrawal of caution by Pinnacle Media. Again, uh, David Leggy this time signed it. His, his signature looks a little jacked up. In the presence of Klein Glidden, associate at Ogier. Hmm. These are public documents, folks. Make sure you know how to go and, and research information. 
So you see the um, withdrawal of the caution right there? Okay. You see which law firm dealing with it? The same law firm who partnered eventually purchased the compass. Interesting. Were they in talks at that point about purchasing? Maybe. No, it didn't take long for a transaction to be confirmed. Now they paid 5000 okay, $5 million. I'm going to show you this. Transfer of land. And they paid their stamp duty. We verified that at this particular time it was approved for stamp duty. And they paid $375,000 in stamp duty. There it is. Five million CI dollars. And they paid $375,000, which I guess if you do the math, that should be their seven and a half percent. Okay. That was 2018. The interesting thing about this, and we are looking into a few dates because it does become very, very convoluted and interesting, is um, the property was obviously transferred again when uh, Mr. Bergstrom purchased it in 2019. So before Leggy sold it, he must have found some money in 2018 to buy it right outright. All right, now. Do you know that the Cayman Islands government, this is where y'all need to be paying attention. So we know that we know that the progressives was in bed with, um, with the compass long time. But do you know that our government actually leases property, some 3,000 square feet in that compass building? I don't know what we, what we have in there, like what, what we're using it for, but the government is a tenant of the compass. The lease agreement, again, is available for public viewing. The government of the Cayman Islands, folks, is a tenant of the Compass. Did y'all hear me? Good morning, Sir Peter. Good morning, Scott. Uh, Peter says, um, Peter Schmidt says, Leggy was a piece of work and the premier caved into him. No surprise there. Um, to see the ads for all the fake jobs that are filled. Miss um, Ann mentioned earlier that the compass has fired a lot of people. So Natasha says shots fired. Well, the truth always has a way of doing that. So we know how the compass got rid of Woody. That was the latest kind of nail in their own coffin and in, in insult to injury. But let us not forget and they've not been announcing any of this stuff. And I'm sure this is part of the reason why they really don't like CMR as well. Because child, every single time they do something, we're on them like white and rice. Let me give you some primary examples. Let's back it up. We have done articles about when the scammers target them. That happens to all of us. So we cover it for ourselves. We cover it on the Compass. Compass to charge for online news paywall September the 4th. We put it out there before they put it out there. They must have been upset about that too. Compass no longer free. Are you going to pay for it? We did that survey. 99% of y'all said you're not paying for it. Compass to acquire Hurley's Media, November the 12th of 2020. We had the story first. We asked the Compass about it. Of course, once they knew we had it, they ran quick time and put out a press release. We were the first ones to tell you that Bergstrom had bought the Compass. 
So they're in the news business, but we're always breaking their news. Huh? So interesting. January the 5th, 2020, the Compass threatens commentators as Cayman Crosstalk backlash explodes. We were the first and only media to tell you that they fired Woody DaCosta. Remember? January the 22nd, 2021, Compass laying off more of Hurley's media staff. So the Compass had laid off their own staff. They'd replaced Woody, right? Um, let me go back to September of 2020. We talked about the fact that there was a mass layoff at the Compass. They admitted to financial struggles, requesting donations. The February before that in 2019, they were purchased by local attorney James Bergstrom. So they don't want y'all to know that they're having financial trouble. But, you know, we're telling y'all that this is the truth. It is what it is. Now look at some of the people that they fired y'all. Miss Karen. She had been there for some 45, 50 years, donkey years, as Caymanians would say. Oh, well, Miss Karen, you know, we can't pay you no more. They still have 55 staff members. They are still paying their publisher anywhere between, because they just advertised her job, $145,000 to $160,000 per annum. KYD, not USD. But yet they fire Miss Karen, who has been there her entire professional career, don't know no other job than working for them. And the way in which they do it, the same thing that they did with Woody, they know how to add salt to your wounds. They know how to be rude with it. They could even say to her, let's sit down, Miss Karen, you know? Listen, it's been a long ride. We have to let some people go. We've decided to let you go. But you know what? We're not gonna just let you go. We want you to resign. We'll have a little party for you. We'll give you some cake. Let's celebrate that you've been here for 45 years. No, honey child. They just give the woman her walking papers. No thank you, no nothing. If they're rude, they're rude. They don't know how to treat people. So Kevin Morales, you sitting down there sending out legal notices and defending them. The day that it comes when they have to um, cut you off, I feel sorry for you. I don't know where you're running or get a job, but good luck with that. Sometimes you just have to know when the writing is on the wall. And you might think it is your job to defend the compass, but I can assure you when the day comes that they need to defend you, Kevin, you're going to be out just like Miss Karen. Probably no party for you either. It wasn't just Miss Karen that they let go. Remember, um, oh, Lord, I'm trying to remember her name now. Hmm. Miss Jewel, Jewel Levy. Oh my God, Miss Jewel had probably been there for the same amount of time almost as Miss Karen, 35, 40 years or something ridiculous. And they let her go as well. Remember the story about the roadside vendors? Hold on now. I know y'all forget really easily, and that's why I got to show you the evidence. Remember this story? Compass vendors stopped selling roadside papers. This was in January of 2020. We carry this story about how they were going to stop using roadside vendors. And there was such a backlash against it. Literally, three days later, 
they came back saying, oh, hold on. We have a new deal for the roadside vendors. We're not gonna, we're not gonna get rid of you after all. <laughs> ay, ay, ay. That was only because of this original CMR story some three days before. So we were able to share um, a job. I mean, sorry, we were able to save a few jobs of the roadside vendors. Well, of course, then COVID hit and then they use that as, as an excuse to get rid of them anyway. So we cover everything that happens. Compress removes articles. So they never tell you about how they be threatened by lawsuits and then they get scared and they take stuff down. Well, they do. Here's an example of that. They still up in the government's behind criticizing the government. Saying, well, what, what are y'all talking about HSA for? I mean, they really, mm. DPP responds to Compass Editorial, 2017. This was early days. We just got started in June of 2017. But when they're telling you all, oh, well, don't listen to Sandra. She, she never gets it right. Fake news, this, that, and the next thing. Honey, chop, please. They be screwing up just as much as everybody else because that's what happens in the world of media. Except they're not going to tell you when they do it. The DPP had to issue something responding to an editor in the compass saying, um, y'all are wrong for this. Oh, no, honey child. Mm -mm -mm. That's right, Ma Road got a big shovel because we used to kick in dot on the Ma Road. So we know exactly what's going on. We could go on and on about all the news coverage and I guess... You know, oh, the whole McKeever video. We all know that, that was politically motivated, regardless of what they want to claim. Um, here's replacement of poor Barry Quapish. She's like, I'm not going down with this sinking ship. Forget y'all. She jumped ship after just a couple months. Poor Shanda, nice, beautiful young Caymanian, very talented, but she can't save the compass. She can't save Crosstalk. They're putting people in an unscrupulous position. Aye, this is what really pissed them off. Tower Marketing, CMR is Cayman's number one news website. Hot tamales, how dare you? Seriously. Aye, aye, aye. Uh, look at the numbers. Cayman Mall Road, 47%. Cayman Compass Online, only 22%. Imagine that, folks. Right? We not number two by just one or two low percentage margins, child. We number two by a lot. More than 50%. Am I not right? Y'all do the math. 47 and 22. Let me just tell y'all now because, you know, I need my percentage increase calculator. That is 113%, folks, just in case you're wondering. Mm -mm 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 -mm. So we can start to see why the compass would start to get their panties in a bunch. Then they, they claim they're broke, but they can find money to go purchase Hurley's media. Well, I don't quite know how that works, because if you're really broke, you're not got money to purchase nothing. Well, they can't afford Dart's lease, so they moved out of Kimana Bay.
Trying to see what I see. Woody DeCosta ousted from Cayman Crosstalk. They fired this man. And you know how they did it? Like I tell you, they're not going to scruples, you know. They have none whatsoever. They don't bring him in and say, Woody, listen, thank you so much for your years of service. You have done a wonderful job. We really appreciate you. But we're going to be taking a different direction with the show. Oh, no, honey child. That's not what they did. Before they gave um, my little friend there, Mr. Marin, his check for the purchase. And I don't know how big that check was, but you know he had to pay off Dart, so he probably didn't get as much as we think. They said to him, we got your check ready, but before you sign this final acceptance of the check, you got one more thing to do. And... That one more thing is you got to fire Woody DaCosta. Wow. Poor Randy Marin must have been like, are you people kidding me? Although I, I saw the writing on the wall. He must have been like, no, man, y'all do it yourself. What a bunch of cowards. You can't even fire Woody yourself. You have the old guy do it. The old owner, not old as an age, but the previous owner. Yes, child. So we've been talking about the change in face of media. If you go back to our website and you look at the editorial section, we did a story a long time ago about the changing face of media. And I don't know if you guys are paying attention or not, but you should be. Where's my little editorial section? Hold on now. Um, editorials. Let's see. Uh, oh, let me see here. Mm -hmm. Opinions. All right. Um, uh, gosh, this was years ago now. So let me go all the way back. Let me see. Editorial. La, 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 la. Uh, let me see if I can just go all the way to page seven because it was a while ago. Um, yeah. Anyway, we did an article. It might have been Carnival. It was in 2017. Let's see. It might have been 2018. Um, standards in public life. Uh, anyway, there's an article done way back when on the face, the changing face of media. Mm -hmm. And the whole point is really and truly that the times have changed. And if you're not with change, you will invariably be left behind. It's as simple as that. See it here? October the 6th, 2019, news meeting came out, a changing of the guard. It's actually quite a good article, if I may say so myself. Go and read it. Intelligence is the ability to adapt to change. What you don't do, folks, is you don't kill people who you see as your competitors. So Mr. Morales... Um, your letter threatening legal action scares nobody on this side of the Mississippi. 
Thank you for your letter. We read it with interest. And in fact, we had alternate photos since then that we could have used. Here's his little letter. We have taken down the photo since you say that that is your photo, although it's all over social media. So educate yourself about something called fair use, but that's fine. No problem, honey child. Not a problem. We have since replaced it. But all you have done, you've gone and complained to, to you know, Facebook and YouTube about your video. You're sending us threatening letters. You're complaining to people about our involvement in, in camps for the children, which by the way, what makes you think that you guys are the experts on the 21st century leading change in media? You're not even the number one news site in the Cayman Islands anymore. So why would these organizations give you guys an exclusive? You're, you're not the new face of media. You're the old face. Still hanging on to 55 staff members, still bloated and heavy. Somebody reminded me to not forget to mention that David Leggy sued, um, that David Leggy sued Carrie at Horak Tibbetts as well. Yes, I do remember that one. Well, they just keep going on and on and on and on. Somebody says, when are Caymanians given the opportunity to succeed? When Caymanians are given the opportunity, boy, do they do it well. Good morning and happy Monday, fearless one. They remind us that James, James Bergstrom is the owner of the Cayman Compass. By the way, he changed the name again from, <coughs> sorry, Pinnacle Media now to... Um, Oh God, there have been so many name changes. I can't even keep up. I think it's now. Oh my God, I can't remember. There's been a lot of name changes is all I can tell you. Uh, they did a registration just May of this year, actually. So I need to go back and see what the heck they've changed it to again. But it's a, it's a new name again, Joe. Um, is this it? Yes, I think this is it. Uh, registration. Mm -hmm. Okay. So this now compass holdings limited. So that's a new name again. It's no longer pinnacle media. I guess pinnacle media might still be owned by leggy. I don't know what he's doing over there. So, you know, they have a printing business. They have the newspaper, they own radio stations. They own this, they own that. And it's still not enough. They coming after poor little old me. My God, what a mess. Seriously. Are you kidding me? You need to reevaluate your position, Compass. You need to get your act together. I mean, honest to God, you're making yourselves look really ridiculous, petty, foolish, stupid. Um, someone says here that he actually owes Carrie um, $25,000. Well, y'all better pay up. I know Carrie wants her money. Uh, another person says, poor Shanda, she's on a sinking ship. The compass is struggling bad. They got rid of all the Cayman and DJs. Oh, so now that they've taken over the radio stations, they're pulling that over on the radio side as well. Well, not just the Caymanians, because let me tell you how ruthless the compass is, how much of a heart they actually have. There was a woman, and she's from somewhere else, I think Canada or somewhere, I don't even know. Can't even recall her name now, but she, during quarantine, she had to go away because her mother was really, really sick. And she came back. So they allowed her to come back to Cayman. Hear what I'm about to say. 
And during quarantine, she was in quarantine. They sent her a little email or a little message says, you've been terminated. I'm thinking, why would you do that? Why would you allow someone to come back into Cayman knowing that they have to go into quarantine for 14 weeks, dealing with a stressful situation like an illness of a loved one, and then you turn around and terminate them during quarantine? So I guess Caymanians, maybe we shouldn't feel like they're just exclusive rude people to us. Maybe they're just like that with everyone. They just don't care. I'm just like, how do you do that? Honestly, how do you do that? No, sir. <sighs> so anyway, yes, they, they got rid of her. Um... Why she was in quarantine? Poor thing. Not, I mean, that's a very stressful. Um, oh, someone said that they paid her $25,000. She won the case that they sued her for. It was silent. Ask her for a copy of the check. Well, let's get it. Um, who's Doug? I don't know who Doug is. Doug's a DJ. Aye, aye, aye. Okay, so another person comments, the irony of the compass coming after you with all of the money and resources that they have behind them, people want the truth. This country needs unfiltered, unvarnished, provocative media to put a spotlight on what topics and issues um, that have been kept hidden for years. The people deserve to have a platform that is not operating to serve any special interest group. People have a choice and your stats show that the majority of the people prefer CMR over most others. Oh yes, thank you for reminding me that 89 Nexus Way is the address for Ogier and Dart. Kevin Morales is now a Caymanian, so now he will get hired by government. <laughs> Press Secretary Kevin Morales. Child, please. So he got his status. Mm -mm -mm. There's no way that they terminated Miss Karen in such a disrespectful way. Oh, yes, they did. Yes. Yes, they sure did. They sure did. They fired her and others. So, um, Kevin, I'm sure you're listening because evidently, you are trolling us with, um, oh, I don't listen to their station. Sorry. If I want to listen to a station, DMS has at least four that I can listen to. And DMS is coming on live with the country station soon. So those y'all who love country, stay tuned. So Kevin Morales, you know, in his letter, he talks about um, taking legal action against us. My God, poor you. Mm-mm. I suspect that you've just opened Pandora's box. It's not going to help you in the end, is it, Kevin? Let's be honest. If you have to get so petty and, and go so low as to threaten legal action over a photo of a deceased man that is widely in circulation all over the friggin' internet and all over the place, 
You're not messaging, messaging anybody else. You're not sending his family a cease and desist. Oh, don't use it in your Facebook post. This is so targeted and so ridiculous. Kevin, don't make yourself look like a fool. Honestly, because that is what you're doing right now. You're making yourself look stupid. And as you know, when the compass gets rid of you too, or when they have to shut down their doors in six months time, because the government not going to save them. The government didn't save Cayman 27. And Al Din, although he's no longer the leader, he made it very clear that it is not government's job to save private sector media. They have to, in his words, innovate and adapt in order to do what they need to do. So if Mr. Bergstrom shuts it down and he just hanging on to his $5 million property, poor you, Kevin, you, Kath, Kathleen, everybody else can be out of a job. And what are you gonna do then? Go run into GIS for a job? Well, knowing them fools, they probably will hire you. Get yourself together. I remember when Kathleen, the first time I met her, she's actually a really nice person. and and. I don't want Kevin to even take my comments personal because it's not personal. You just petty on behalf of your employer. And what I'm telling you is when your employer kicks you out the door and, and runs over you, then, you know, it's going to be a whole different story. So I'm not taking it personal, Kevin. When I see you, I'll still say hi. Not, no hurt feelings from my end of things anyway. By the way, Rajma has blocked me on Facebook. I guess she got upset about something or another. Who knows? But, um... Kathleen Capetti, the first time I met her, really nice woman. She knows she's got a couple kids. I know she's out there. She's a mother. She's doing her thing like everybody else. And she said to me, I really respect what you do. It's different without a doubt. But what you've been able to accomplish in such a short space of time has to gain respect of other people who've been in media for a really long time. And she has been you know, she hails from the U.S. and she's been editor of all sorts of magazines and all sorts of stuff. But if you didn't recognize that the writing was on the wall for the Compass a long time ago, that's why Leggy sold it. That's why one of the first things that they had to do was change the format to the uh, magazine format or whatever they're calling it now. Tabloid. It's actually a tabloid magazine format, right? It's a condensed paper. It's not the full paper that you used to get. Printing less paper and charging you more money is what they did. But, you know, whatever it takes, we have to try to be innovative. Um, Toya wants to know, how do we fact check what you just said? What part of it are you wanting to fact check? Do tell and I can assist you with how you can verify. Marshall says the compass is grasping for straws with desperation. Looking for attention since nothing is going on for them. Quincy, still here? So CMR is number one, came as number one news source. Confirmed. Well, it took y'all to hear it out of the mouths of Tower Marketing to believe it, but okay. Johan jokingly says, why can't we ever get along? Why can't we just get along? Rodney King, 1994. Al reminds your hand that it's not designed for us to get along. It's designed to conquer and divide. Why do we give status to idiots? Well, I can't answer that. Mm, Della, tell him, honey child, 
He don't know that we will correct him, turn him over on our knees, spank him a little bit, and then send him on his way. Dalla, he don't understand how the mall road works, child. And yes, um, Marshall says, Kevin just getting a little spot and came in. Now he wants to act like an ass. It's sad to see how some people act and get on. Well, you know, Kevin has an interesting history, but we're not even going to go there from his days at Cayman 27. He was not the most popular person there when it came to the Caymanians. And we still gave him status. That's all I'm going to say about that situation. Yeah, and I like Kathleen. But, you know, obviously, they're like I said, they are under pressure. And when somebody is under pressure and their job, I guess, is on the line, their livelihood is on the line. God knows what they would do. Yes, Quincy, they wouldn't even change. This is kind of interesting, right? When James Bergstrom took it over, I think there was an expectation, maybe incorrectly on your part, that he being a Caymanian would have changed it back to the Caymanian compass. But James Bergstrom, not business with none of that. He left it as Cayman compass. He don't care. Quincy is wondering if they even have any Caymanians left. Well, they're going to count Kevin Morales as a Caymanian, obviously, but we know what you mean. Like any real Caymanians. Well, they fired Karen. They fired Woody. Um, I guess Shanda is a Caymanian, so she counts. Um, but on the newspaper side, who else is left? And I see y'all messaging me um, about poor Rejma. There's a lot of people who can't stand to even listen to Rajma. I think that's unfortunate. They just don't like her accent. They're like, you mean to tell me we can't get a Cayman in to ask one, two low questions? And I'm like, no, evidently the compass can't do that. And again, I'm not hating on Rajma. She just needs a job and she's doing her best. You know, her numbers, her show numbers, again, <clears throat> go look for yourselves. <clears throat> her show numbers continue to dwindle for her videos. And, um, you know, it's just, it is a sinking ship. But the way to save a sinking ship is not to shoot grenades at other passing ships. You fix your own little holes and you reinforce your own ship. That's what you should be focused on, not what's going on in our camp. The time you spend trolling us to see what we posted up and what photo we're using and whatever... I mean, let's be honest, you could be doing something more productive with that, learning how to get the attention of the people. Since 2008, without fail, every single week, we go and we look at the analytics. And I'm going to show it to you guys because I know y'all don't believe me when I'm telling you the cold hard truth. We go and we look at the analytics on Facebook and we see that despite the compass having over, what is that, 12,000 more page likes than we do, we kill them when it comes to engagement. What does this number even mean? This means that people are more likely to comment on our stories, to like our stories, to share our stories, to interact with us on social media. than they do with the compass. And it just is what it is. Nathania, Nathina says, I should help him out with a business plan. They need help, child, please. 
They have 55 people compared to our little handful to help them. So, you know, get yourselves together. Leave other media alone. Threatening these lawsuits. I know y'all have an entire law firm at your disposal, but it makes you look stupid and petty. And we haven't lost a lawsuit yet. So I would advise you to proceed with caution. The people will know the truth. They're entitled to know the truth. And Kevin, every time now you email me, I'm going to be sharing it with the people of the Cayman Islands because you're getting on my last nerve. And I should warn you, probably the last thing you want to do with Detective Sandy is to get on my last nerves because I'm going to start digging into all kind of stuff and bringing out all sorts of dirt and letting the people know. Anybody know what, why government has this lease? Why are we leasing from the Compass? Um, in, 20, in 2015, we signed a nine-year lease with them. So you know now we locked in with CFP Holdings, January the 6th of 2015. 3,000 square feet. We've been renting since 2014. And we were paying some $70,000 per annum for rent. That's $3,000 a month. So really and truly, not only is the government paying the compass through advertising and all this other stuff, but um, we are also helping them to pay their rent on a building that they own and they're not paying rent on. They don't have a mortgage on it. I cannot make this stuff up. Darlene says, I'm not a fan of Rejma. Uh, she called her Regma. Her voice turns me off and she's always at high speed. You know what? Not everybody's gonna gonna be a fan either. I mean, I'm sure there's some people who think that my voice is, I don't know, whiny or whatever. I don't know. You're not gonna please everybody and you can't go through life thinking that you will. Uh, Dana says, Regma makes my ears hurt. The Indian Trini accent is so different from other Trinis. Nope, can't listen to her at all. Is there a difference? I've never really paid that much attention, to be honest. But do Indian Trinis speak differently than other Trinis? Hmm, I gotta ask my Trini friends about that one. Marshall says, I know if Rajma is only reporting on the news, I wouldn't hear it because I don't like hearing or seeing her. She has no personality or even know how to talk. Poor thing. Let's not hate on Rajma, like I said, you know. Poor her, she can't take the stress. Sandy have all the nails uh, for their coffin this morning. Let us pray. Hallelujah. Um, can you talk about people being evicted because the island is being opened up again? And now people are being asked to leave their houses because the landlords will make more money of Airbnb. Really? Landlords doing that foolishness already? Well, girl, we're going to talk about that later in the week. Uh-uh, uh-uh-uh. Dana says the last thing he wants to do is to aggravate Mar Marlites. Marlites. I like that one. Marodians. Marlites. Yes, damn fool. Probably they're renting for the police surveillance team. <laughs> oh, honey chow. What a mess. Save some CMR mugs for their parting gifts. Now, listen, I'm going to have to legit see about getting some money to order some mugs. So, you know, we don't got no big time funding here on CMR, but we still love to um, give out our little goodies and support our community. So, yes, I uh, I definitely need to get some new. I think we're going to have to do more mugs because we're almost out. It's crazy 
how many people wanted mugs? And everywhere I go, somebody's like, I need a mug. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Anyway, good folks. Um, someone else on WhatsApp says maybe um, we should unlike the compass on Facebook. Well, that's up to y'all. I'm not telling y'all what to do. Um, yes, Shanda, Chandra, is it Shanda or Chandra? I think it's Shanda Glidden is CG's um, daughter. And CG and James Bergson are partners at Ogier and in bed with Uncle Dart. No, 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 no. Um, I don't know how she's related to CG, but it's not, that's, they must be family. I think all the Glidens are related, but Chalo, who used to be on, came on 27. I think he used to do the weather. He was a weatherman, right? As far as I know, Shanda is his daughter. So how, how is Chalo and Klein Glidden related? But yes, Klein Glidden and James are, I don't know, is Klein, is CG a partner yet? I didn't kind of think he was a partner yet, um, but he has a fierce reputation from when he was in government child. He's not doing nothing without getting his coin. So maybe he's um, a partner now. I don't really know. So Chris says, stop hating on the Trini accent. More hot mess. Um, now you need t-shirts that say, honey child, laughing out loud. Love it when you say that. Hi. <laughs> Good morning, Dr. Frank. Um... Do you not have a few more days left on your production? To be honest, I've been very, very busy. I did get some tickets. And I definitely wanted to come, but oh, last week was just crazy. Uh, Marshall says, I want a mug on the next batch. No problem. Yes, send us your North Carolina address. Um, Chris says that apparently, uh-oh, Chris, are you telling us that Trinidad have the most Sexy accents. Ooh, honey child. We have to look up, look that one up. Um, anyway, Charlene says hot to trot over here. And we should send a mug to the compass team. Child, we don't have time to waste no mugs on them because we know they're gonna put them in the garbage. Thank you all so much. There's a mug challenge that's on. A lot of you are getting your mugs. Send your best mug shot because we will be picking a winner in a couple weeks' time. Of all of the mug shots, you guys can start telling me which one is your favorite. We're going to pick a winner, and this person's going to win. We might do more than one. We've got a free phone on the line from our friends over at Cellular World. And we also have cold, hard cash. We're starting at $100 from our friends over at um, Miracle Brokers. So y'all want some money? Um, Gilder, my darling, go, are you coming into town? Just go to Dorsey place to get your mugs, child. I don't have time. Girl, I would be doing nothing else but delivering mugs. And unfortunately I do not have that kind of time. Thank you so much, Sir Tommy. He enjoyed today's show as always. Thank all of you. 289 people gone up to 290. Still here listening to the program today. Love your support. We should be at a YouTube jail, I guess by midweek. Um, Kevin Morales, stop trying to put us in jail. Stop with your complaints. Your frivolousness is really getting on my nerves. Ay, ay, ay. Tracy's in Canada. When do you get back, Tracy? Carson says, I started the mug challenge. I should be the one who wins. 
Did we post up your picture yet, Carson? Um, Nathina, go get your mug, child. I ain't got time to be driving all over the Cayman Islands. Let me give you a good mug shot. We've been getting some good ones, I must admit. So just for the benefit of everyone listening, um, going to Dorsey Place, the second building, so Subway's in the first building, second building over, unit number three, it says Odell's. Shout out to Odell. Go say hi to Odell when you go by. The mugs are right there by the front door. Odell, you need to let me know if we have any left because I got one more box that I need to bring. So yes, just go grab a mug and enjoy. Send us your best mug shot. So tune in this evening, folks. As you guys know, we're working harder and harder every day to bring you tons of video content. So we have a delightful interview this evening um, with none other than Aiden Wattler. That's the son of Sandra and Oliver Wattler. Aiden's a very bright and talented young man. Listen, when I saw him perform at um, Rundown a couple of years ago, I was like, wow, I had no idea that this kid was a thespian into acting. And I mean, he's just so well-rounded and so talented. He plays a musical instrument, plays a guitar. Listen, but he's actually won the Dart Scholarship. So when our Caymanian young people do something wonderful like this, we need to recognize them. And here in CMR, we love a feel-good story. I'm so proud of Aiden. I remember when he was just, I remember when he was born actually, right? Just a little thing. So our children have so much potential and when they are supported by the community, they're supported by parents who really work hard um, to make sure that they have the resources they need to try to be successful. A lot of them really, um, oh, yes, Chalo. That's right. Thank you so much. Um, so they're first cousins. Okay. Very interesting. Everybody came out in family. Y'all know that already. We all related, but yes, um, seven 30 tonight, listen to the full interview with, um, Aiden Wattler. Um, so proud of him. He's off to university, Berkeley, California, UC Berkeley, which is a really good school, actually rated like number two in the entire world for what he wants to study, which is mathematics. So hats off to him. If you see Aiden, give him a pat on the back, let him know how proud you are. You know, sometimes we sit here and, um, we talk about all of our young people, you know, all the things that they're doing that we don't want them to be doing. So I think that when they do wonderful things, uh, we need to congratulate them as well. All right, good stuff. That's all I got for you. Another dose, folks, of the cold hard truth. You know how it is. We just bringing it to you cold and hard. But no hard feelings, Compass. Don't y'all be upset now. I don't wanna hear y'all threatening nobody else with legal letters and don't be messaging us anymore with any of your foolishness. And we're still going to say hi when we see you, Regima, although you unfriended us. We're still going to say hi, Kevin Morales. Kathleen, we still like you too. No hard feelings. Mm. It is what it is. Thank each and every one of you for making CMR and the Cold Hard Truth your number one talk show in the morning. We love it. You guys have a beautiful and safe day, 7.30 tonight. Check out the interview with Aiden, and we'll be back here, God's willing, tomorrow morning, 
bright and early. I got like two hours sleep last night. I'm going to tell you all about that tomorrow. Woo, I need to start going to my bed. Anyway, y'all, have a beautiful day. Work hard. Don't let anybody stop your mojo, okay? You get your coins. As long as it's an honest living, don't pay no mind to people. Bad-minded people at every turn in life. And you do your thing, whatever it is. You're unique. You know, somebody loves you. But love yourself, child, because it is what it is. You can't be seeking outward approval from other people. You got to know, ultimately, um, thank you, Tracy, for your love and support. But you have to know, ultimately, um, what you're doing and what your vision is. We've come a long way, baby, but we got a long ways to go. Never sit back on your laurels and thinking, I have arrived. No, you haven't. There's somebody else coming right behind you that will take you down. Compass is a life lesson. There's someone coming right behind you that will pull you down a peg or two. And so you always got to just stay focused on your own game and do what you got to do. All right. Y'all be good. Let me get some last comments in here. Thank you, Emma. You have a beautiful day. Thank you, Mr. Blair. Uh, Dana says Compass got all the foreign people on board saying that they're going elsewhere to vacation. L-M-A-O. Make them go. Oh, well. Make them go because we can continue to vacation and staycation right here. Cape Man is so beautiful. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning in to another edition of The Cold Hard Truth. Make sure to check Facebook for showtimes and more information and the latest news at caymanmarlroad.com. Subscribe to our IG and Facebook pages to get the latest happenings. 